Okay, what's up? What's going on, everyone? What's happening? What's happening? This is us. This is us. This is you. This is me. <laughs> this is me. We're all here. <laughs> this is Jabari and Ven. We're here with Pose for Me Now. Pose for Me Now. Um, this is going to be a special episode because we actually just watched the show. Uh, it came out on Tuesday and we watched it at Rosemont just now. Okay. So we're giving you like a, fresh off the a hard fresh dome. reaction to the show. This is the first time. This is the first time me and Jabari watched the show only one time before right. recording. So. Yeah, and together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, a lot of firsts tonight. And also, as a first, we have our first guest on this podcast. Yes. We're gonna be bringing on in a second, but we're like super excited to have them here. So. Um, that's going to be great. Um, <laughs> that's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Um, but, but yeah, before we get into the show, I just had a few housekeeping things that I wanted to um, say. Mama's going to tidy up. <laughs> First being, um, we now have an email address. Um, Post for me now, S2 at gmail.com. Post for me now, S2. So uh, if any listeners out there, you know, want to sound off and sort of interact with us, uh, you know, give us some of your reactions to the show. Um, tell us how we're doing. You okay. know, feel free to uh, drop us a line. That's pose for me now, S as in Sam2 at gmail.com. Um, secondly, mm-hmm. um, and equally as importantly, we're now available on a crap load of platforms. Yo, you guys, Jabari's been doing some work. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I've, been like, I've been like trying to put a little work in, honestly. Okay. So uh, now, uh, pose for me now is available on Stitcher, Damn. Breaker, mm. Spotify, SoundCloud. Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Pocket Casts. So, you know, we're getting out there. We're being distributed. Um, we're making it happen. Um, but also, you know, what, one thing that I wanted to bring up mm. um, at the top of the show, uh, this past weekend, there was a Kiki Ball in Brownsville, Miss Thing. Yes, in Brownsville. Um, Charming and uh, Kendra, Playboy, mm-hmm. had Playboy uh, a ball. And Vin... Uh, yeah. <laughs> co-host of the pod uh one grand prize in face yeah so we definitely want to give her a congratulations Thanks, for on her grand prize bitch oh, we're gonna <laughs> take a lot more now moving transitioning into the mainstream exactly okay yes but cool. thank you i appreciate it okay cool. absolutely okay um and then again this podcast is sponsored by our good girlfriend ivan labeja ivan Yes. It's and a moment. Yeah. It's, it's a total moment. Our guest here is dying right now. <laughs> it's the first time of them experiencing the Ivan through their ears. Right. Right. Um, I don't No, You were comp. Oh, okay. Well, no, we're, we're going to get to her honestly, but okay. So now I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring in our guests right now. And frankly, if you're in New York City mm. and you're involved in ballroom and outside of ballroom, you probably have heard of our guests. Um, he has opened for people like Trina. Mm. He's open for Miss Little Kim. Okay. He's open for Big Frida. Twice. He br- twice, Miss Thing. Okay. He gives you OTA weekly every week at $3 bill. He gives you House of Vogue at House of Yes, monthly at House of Yes. So now I want to bring on Lego La Bea. Hey. <laughs> hey, wait, so you want to be that? So you want to be the submitted infinite? Hey, hey, wait, so you want to be that? 
Let's go. Hey, wait, see, so you want to be that? I'm not going to hold you. How are you guys doing? <laughs> What's, What's up? up? What's up? What a game. That's cute. <laughs> it's good to have you on the show, first of all. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me. Thank no, you for, for coming sure. and being with us. Mm-hmm. Um, what I forgot to say in my little intro was also the Frank Ocean thing. The first big gig, yeah. Yes, the and first that was, big gig. That was fab. And that was out in L.A.? That was out in L.A. in Beverly Hills. Oh, my I need God. this story. That, was, really that actually was, it's so funny, um, my I had just quit my job Mm. and I told myself I was going to give myself a year, you know, working for myself and see where this goes. And I think, yeah, I quit my job in May. That October is when I did the gig with Frank Ocean, which was like amazing. Me flew out. And then uh, the Airbnb that was in Beverly Hills. Oh, Oh, for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, And um, that actually, um, that's where I first met um, India. Okay. Mm. So we were actually both there, you Mm -hmm. know, during that time. That's Uh, Angel on the show. Obviously, India Moore. Okay, that's amazing. Um, And you were like, I've. Uh, you were sort of uh, schmoozing with a lot of other celebrities out there too. Yeah, you know, non-disclosure agreements. <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Brad Pitt was there. He um, wow. he gave a nice little catwalk. SZA was ah, there. Did he? Oh, stop <laughs> yeah. it! We, we all gagged genuinely. Um, oh, but he's no. an actor, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you know, actors like to you know do research. Um, SZA, Adele was there in the beginning, like white woman, <laughs> <laughs> like icon that yeah, she. Of course, she left. Earth. Early. So it's like, bitch, I was here yeah. at the time that you said it was going to start. She got her LSS. Yeah. <laughs> Trace was there. So, yeah, it was okay. really nice. Oh, my God. You know, that sounds like a Tyler, cute... the creator, was walking, too. Oh, so. uh, right. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, then we made Frank an actual um, honorary LaBeja. Honorary LaBeja. So, yeah, um, speaking of making people honorary LaBeja. So, yeah, also, um, we did, uh, you did, <laughs> along with me, the um, opening Pride World Ceremony, or opening... World ceremony. Wait. Oh my God. The Cere- World Pride oh, opening ceremony. Oh my God. Thank you thank for saving you. me. <laughs> 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so that was uh, recently in June. Yes. Um. And that that was right uh, ahead of Billy Porter and right. all that stuff. But like and Laverne Cox, we Goldberg. Yeah. 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 Those girls. All the girls. The right there. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. And so Lego um mm-hmm. sort of uh got together this little uh group mm-hmm. of La Beijas to to perform with you, and I was honored enough. To, to be in that group yeah and that was that was another sort of fab you know just day um and and just quite a, a, an amazing experience just mm-hmm. kind of being a celebrity for a day honestly right <laughs> yeah La- laverne cox came to our dressing room yeah yeah we were chopping it up with Alyssa edwards backstage before mm-hmm. we went on shangela oh laverne honorary la beja right, right. laverne yeah. honorary la beja and Shangela. Shangela's been honorary, but, you know, we didn't get to do a, you know, a nice debut about it. Right. So gladly, you know, luckily she ball. actually, like, you <laughs> know, the next house Yeah. Ball. In that um, post that Laverne posted, you know, you see them, like, you know, chitter-chatter at the Exactly. End, so, yeah. It's beautiful. That was a, that was a, good, a very cute experience. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so how about we get into the episode tonight? Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. So, again, we're, we're just off of it. Um, here. Fuck, what happened to my phone? Sorry, I, have, I have it. I pulling up me, my notes, pulling up please, my notes. Please bleep that mm. out, but yes. <laughs> and, and one thing I wanted to start with is, I don't know if y'all saw, but this episode was actually directed by Jenny Livingston. Okay. 
Oh, <laughs> I guess. Right, and and honestly, I you know I f- I feel like that's what a lot of ballroom people are going to give or seeing mm. that. I'm not sure if she has directed any other ones um, this season or I didn't, or I didn't notice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw that when I was watching the opening credits, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Jenny Livingston is of course the uh, mm. creator of Paris is Burning, mm. and uh, Paris is Burning sort of has this weird dichotomy because it is held as kind of the primer course for ballroom mm-hmm. right. but the flip side of that is sort of the the fallout after the film was made and sort of the fallout that ballroom had with jenny livingston yeah right. J- jenny did not under she didn't know the impact that this documentary that she was that she was creating had you know i think also because you know it was about like queer black people she didn't suspect like the world to really like notice it and then when they did she got all the publicity. She got all into all of these festivals, all this money, and still didn't give back to the community. Right, which right. was like the huge like the very community fallout. that sort of gave her that platform. Right. Even the it's not even just that. Um, it's from which the viewpoint of ballroom mm. was shown in that, and that's why every time that somebody wants to do something about ballroom, it always comes from a sense of what is your struggle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need to know what your struggle mm-hmm. is. Not knowing that during that same time, just like now, there were parents who were very tolerant of their kids, right. even the trans kids. And there were kids who weren't in jail. There were kids that weren't prostituting. There were trans people who had good jobs. Sure. You know, Blanca is not just, you know, the only girl back then that had a good job. Like, the girls had great jobs, you know. So I think just showing ballroom from that specific space because again for years and years tv has always made profit off of drama mm-hmm. here we are right you know and the way that she did it too it was very exploitive like when you really get into it it's like it's pretty exploitive so it's like it's not just the fact that she made money off of it didn't get back to the community it's just the whole thing but there's a lot of gentling nervousness that comes to ballroom now all the time because everyone now wants to do a thesis mm-hmm. for their a exit for college mm-hmm. you know, so. uh, uh definitely Every, uh, what you're gonna say? uh no there was a um a girl from the uk here like last year or something like that um in school um for i think uh, it was anthropology or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that um, and was doing it on ballroom and was sort of you know trying to go around and just like talk with people um, I guess about their experience but I feel like you know when people sort of have that anthropological look at mm. ballroom it, it, it does become a little bit othering yeah it's like this mm-hmm. is something that I am experimenting that I'm observing like this is outside of my realm outside mm-hmm. of my experience outside of the the world that I know and that everybody else knows I'm gonna like tweak and turn and look at it and like but also put it back in the drawer when I'm done with it. Right. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm, I'm really that. interested to know how those particular people. I'm, I'm a strickler in ballroom. Oh, you know? definitely. Um, they don't call ballroom me a ballroom gatekeeper, gatekeeper exactly. for nothing. But, you know, these type of things is like, you know, when you see that someone like Jenny Livingston is directing a show like Pose mm-hmm. and that conversation still hasn't been had between the elders and her. Mm. But somebody and those people on the show who are involved who knows about it you know was that conversation had because i think that you know the community is owed that you know this is a lady that didn't plan to do something Mm -hmm. you know off this you know this magnitude Mm. with her project it was just for school right you know so but because you 
just got lucky. Now all of a sudden you're seen as this big person that has a lot of gravitas and a lot of, you know, know it all when it comes to ballrooms. Like those things need to be looked at. And we're here, and we're here again, allowing her to do it. Right. Like, how right. did she get past? Because the girls in ballroom, if you see the show, like bring it back to pose, yeah. you know, how everyone is so hungry for the fame. Uh-huh. You know, because this has been imaginary right. for us, you know. Right. Of course, it's cute to have 400, 500, 600 queens, you know, in a room screaming your name. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, you have the now possibility to stand up there on a red carpet right. and be, you know, actually famous on a different level, you know, it's, you know, everybody wants that. And they want to make sure that they don't fuck it up, you know, so they feel like, you know, mm. speaking your mind is, you know, not the best thing to do because that's probably going to, you know, fuck it up for you. Right. So you let certain things slide, you know, like there's a lot of big girls now who are in ballroom have names in which where they never let their opinions be known. They just mm. say it behind the scenes, very kitchen table talk. But I'm like, bitch, fuck that. My light's been getting paid off of ballroom shit, so I'm going to speak about ballroom <laughs> Right. <shit>. Period. <laughs> um, and no, you definitely uh, do, do not shy away from sort of like letting the point be known and sort of bringing these issues, I feel like, to the people. Yeah. Um, at the Barclays uh, gig, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called the Shablam. Right. Hi, Todrick. <laughs> right, exactly. I you know, speaking, you know, and oh my, how profound really as an artist to sort of make a statement like that, you know, at the Barclays Center, you know, uh, you know, with people like Todrick, with all the RuPaul's girls in the wings, um, mm-hmm. you know, really just um, pretty inspiring. Frankly. That was a ripple. Like, yeah, Nina Simone culture. said, particularly, I tell you, the marijuana in Flatbush is superb. So <laughs> I was amazing. just streaming on Facebook one day and <laughs> really trying to, I was already having this personal conversation with myself about like, you know, my music and ballroom and, you know, we have some, so much of a deep story. How do I bring that into Vogue music without mm. killing the vibe, mm. you know? Um, so next thing you know, a video of Nina Simone comes up and she's talking about how 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 can an artist claim this as, a, as an artist if they don't speak on the times, mm-hmm. you know? So I felt like, you know, okay, well, fuck it. You know, I'll try it out. You know, as long as the community know that I'm all about that and I'm not doing this for clout or anything like that, you know, I'm serious about my shit. You know, I don't just defend the community. I put money in the community's pockets. So, you know, we need people like that. So when we did that thing at the Barclays Center, although it was a big gig for me, it was also, you know, very meaningful because LaBeija is my first family and only family. Mm -hmm. So I needed to have them with me. But for us to be there on that platform together, making that statement, as the first house of ballroom, you know, that has, you know, basically cultivated people to be able to even have these spaces to create something like Vogue. I think it was very necessary for us to do, especially at Stonewall. Right, you know? right. Especially when you have somebody like Todrick who's been told about it already and mm-hmm. your response to it was the way it was. And then you have the death drop girls, as Honey would say, <laughs> right. you know, with um, RuPaul's Drag Race. So, you know, just to clarify, those things you know ballroom has always been underneath the lgbt community for mm-hmm. a while so i was just like bitch you know when we get our platform we gotta let them know you yeah. already say that we're shady and thank you though thank you, you know, for doing it it was necessary but it was also cute it was, who, <laughs> and then you know it was necessary but who was gonna do it if it yeah. wasn't you who else mm-hmm. right um so shall we get into the show yeah let's go we're here um so yeah we started off at the ymca damon um, damon 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 damon's teaching she comes and gives uh him his check 
for for whatever, and uh, it's basically just covering the fair. Damn, oh. to get there and back. Memories, <laughs> right? Uh, everybody, that shit happens, bro. Uh, <laughs> you just got enough for for like two two ways, and you're like, fuck, man. Yeah, you'll like, get like two, two people that actually, you know, something mm-hmm. cute to happen for Vogue, and the next thing you know, everybody's coming. You're just like, okay, this is gonna be the situation, right. and then it dies down, right? And then it's like, what the fuck is this check, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, so he's getting paid by the head, and girl, and the girls just aren't coming out to the Vogue classes mm-hmm. anymore the girls are living now for um mc hammer yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was uh what a hard pill it must be to swallow and and uh the, then the um the the quote is made uh white folks like to visit but they never move in or whatever you know just sort of you know talking about how the the people who came you know they were just here for the for wave the of folk yeah mm-hmm. um, i looked around that room and I, when, when they said that i was like yes <laughs> they moved in now but that is hilarious continue um, and then our next scene was the ball scene, and it, it was a realness category. Um, and did you see any? Did, did you pull, pull out any uh, notable faces just in the in the ball scene extras? Um, definitely the icon Tempress Mari Margella. Oh, okay, okay. Um, who was in the white? Okay, was, yeah. was she in the in the um, crowd or on the panel? No, she was the one that was walking the category. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. lovely. Yeah. The lovely house of Mason Margiela, huh? Okay, and that's, yeah, Mason Margiela, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, and yeah. then Michael was also on the panel too. Michael Mar- Mason Margiela as well. Oh, okay. okay they're All out right. there this um, this episode. Yeah, like, okay. Margiela. Margiela. was probably in the audience somewhere. Right, too, somewhere in the back Margiela. in the cut. Okay. <laughs> um, Paul Paul Mugler, I saw her. Um, Miyaki. Right, <laughs> Mugler. <laughs> um, Emery as well. Um, mm. we had had a little Who? bit of FaceTime. <laughs> Who was that? I have no idea either. Oh. Um and so then and, and so then uh what's his name? Praytel sort of stops the ball and then just mm. like because he sees uh, Ricky he's in the crowd. And I love and Ricky's that. a little forlorn. I love that part. Yeah, and so Praytel's like, what did I tell you? Because Praytel had been dubious of sort of vogue as a, a, mm. a thing in the pop culture for a while, you know, mm-hmm. for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, he's like, What did I tell you all? You know, it's dead now. But, you know, ballroom has been happening and it's going to continue to happen, you know, mm-hmm. past this sort of wave or whatever. So don't, you know, don't feel down. That wasn't it's, only a speech just for the show, though. That was a speech right, for right. these girls. That, you know, we keep on thinking that, you know, they they did it smart with Pose with making sure that it's always during Pride. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to cancel a show like this. Yeah. But I think feel like, you know, just as a commentator seeing that, because that happens for us. You know, a lot of the things, you probably think that we're just talking just to be talking, but there's certain things that we see in the crowd in which we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we uplift people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that statement, let alone that particular scene, was just like really, really nice to see. You guys are conductors of the whole space. Right. You know. And then showing a softer side of Pray Tell, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, are, I feel I, like maybe, maybe after. Maybe, you, now, let's go. That's how uh, I feel. About maybe after Candy's death or whatever. Really humbled like, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like humbled him. Mm-hmm. I'm um, glad. Development of a character. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Got a bit of a narrative arc here. Um, so then so then we go to uh, Blanca and Pray Tell sitting. Um, and. Um, uh, Blanca's just sort of telling Praytel about how uh, Ms. Norman um, is slandering uh, sort of their group and, and sort of talking about their protests and sort of giving it a bad name. Mm-hmm. And she sort of starts to lay out how some of the girls, Damon, Ricky, and Lulu, Lulu um, have sort of lost sight. 
Um, Damon, yeah, things aren't going well um, at for you know teaching. Um, mm-hmm. Ricky um, is not really booking anything. Mm-hmm. Lulu, um, what what was she was going like like there was like is she doing drugs? Is she oh on right the pipe? The, sort of sort of a drug issue right or whatever. And that took a laugh later in the episode. We'll get with that later. Right. right. Um, but so so then they have this plan. Blanca and pray tell these. Uh, parent-like figures have this plan for the girls just to sort of motivate them and and Mm -hmm. sort of, I guess, get them off their ass. Blanca's gagging, though, because I also gagged, too, and Blanca was like, I am not an elder. I'm like, how old are they portraying this (laughs) young woman in this show? But you know what you have to realize during that time particularly? Mm. You know, um, and this is information. You have to realize that when you speak to icons, you can never really get them all in the same room to talk about something because they're they're always going to argue over the facts. Uh, But one thing I've learned recently is these people were dying quickly, right? 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 So you can come into the scene, you know, and only be there in a year, you know, and then next thing you know, you're pushed to leadership because the ones before you wow. has faltered. So yeah, I, to see her as an elder, particularly for what she's done, but then in real life, you know, some people were getting pushed and thrown into leadership positions because yeah. it was necessary, right? you know? And those so, thoughts were, yeah. people had to step up. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, then we went on to the next scene where uh, Prey and Blanca um, lay it out to Lulu, Damon, and Ricky. And they're like, we're going to uh, sort of give you some t- or teach you about self-respect, responsibility, and motivation. And they sort of they give the girls this mission to make this sort of uh, activist statement yeah. at um, Ms. Norman's house. Um, to and, and so this is sort of a collab, a collaboration between mm. the Evangelistas uh, and Ferocity. And the Ferocity. And, and, <laughs> and Act Up. Yes, the Frosteristas. Don't forget the Wind Tours. Well, the, yeah, forget the yeah. Wind Tours. Dash that in later, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but so they want uh, the girls to wrap um, Ms. Norman's house in a large condom. Key. As, a, as an activist statement. And so then Lulu comes back into the mix. Um, wait, wait, where was I going with that? Fuck, Lulu? sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. They wrap the house up in a condom. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, but, oh, but then the next scene or whatever, um, we it's this uh, scene with Poppy lying shirtless and then Angel comes and uh, makes him breakfast or brings him breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just have a little sit down and a little one-on-one. He's like supporting her, like you're going to do it, even though she's like mm-hmm. super afraid. Right, of being clocked. Of being clocked at work. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's never going to happen. It is okay. He t- she tells him about the opportunity, about BB, potentially being mm-hmm. a new BB girl. Right. Well, no, doesn't she? She, t- mm-hmm. uh, she says that she is a new BB girl. That's when she tells. Nah, t- she's the phone oh. call. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yes, you know, you're you absolutely. Know, no, See, okay. no, honestly, you yeah. have like a, a better like eye and like memory of the shows. That's why I can't type it. I'm like, I can't look and watch at the same time. <laughs> That's why it's like you have the words. It's in my head. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so he's like, I might, she's like, I might be the new BB girl. I had this new opportunity. And he's like, that's amazing. And then she gets the phone call, finds out that she's a new BB girl. That she is and a new P- BB And Poppy's girl. like, you know, we're going to go out. We're going to go celebrate. We're yes. going to be a thing. Yes. And she's like. Let's do it. And then it cuts to what? Lulu. Right. Lulu consulting Bam. with Electra. No, not yet. What? Yes. It's Lulu and Ricky and Damon. They're all in the room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Lulu's crying about like her like dropping out okay, of school. Yes. And like now like selling her body and how like Candy was such such a huge supporter of her that she doesn't even know how to like function. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then like Damon and Ricky like, we could do this. Teamwork. And then like, let's call, let's look at the yellow pages. And I was like, I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> right. you know, let's look at the yellow pages and look for that inflatable house castle people. And like, yeah. 
All that good shit. I actually completely missed that scene. So where, where were you? In my, in my notes, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you see how I'm quiet. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then we go to yes. the scene where Lulu consults with Electra, sort of about yeah, because Lulu's like, I got an idea or whatever. And yes. so then she goes to the Hellfire mm. Club, Hellfire. Um, the the BDSM club that uh, Electra famously works at. Okay. Um, and Lulu consults with her about sort of sponsoring. Um, this um, this activist intervention, if you will. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, listen, listen, you are going, like, like I think it was really fab that, like, she was like, listen, pray tell, read you down, you look terrible before. Right. They, he ruined your moment. She buttered her up. Right. She's like, come back, do it for the children, do it for the kids, Electra. <laughs> um, yeah. But then also, on the flip hand, Electra recruits Lulu to sort of uh, be- become a dominatrix, if you will, and sort of work at the uh, Hellfire Club. Yes, and the boy she was spanking, yo, <laughs> oh my right. God. He looked like um, he, he was a part of the um, the group B2K. The boy with the long <laughs> oh, hair. No. Yeah, the one with the long yes, hair. Yes, that's who I thought. That's who I thought it was. He still has his <laughs> long hair. Like, I'm sorry. Um, what was, was he wearing, like, pantyhose or something like he that? He was wearing, yeah, like, like stockings or something. Yeah, okay. Oh, I, guess. I thought it was bare ass. It was it, like a pad. Yeah, it was like some sort of pad over it or something. Oh, okay. Some like a stocking or something. Okay. A cunt stocking. Honey. I wish it was bare ass. Yeah, we like <laughs> you're mine, you're mine today. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> and so then um Angel and Poppy are going out to the party to celebrate, if mm. you will. Um, the and Bobby and Whitney moment. Right, very, very Bobby and Whitney. <laughs> Bobby, where the kids? We smoked them. <laughs> oh, girl. And they, they go upstairs to the VIP, um, and they're snorting medical-grade cocaine. Okay. And, and, yeah, this is sort of the introduction to that side of the modeling life, of yeah. sort of the, the, the mm-hmm. social uh, figure life. The triple C diet, the coke, coffee, and cigarette diet. Oh, that shit. super huge in the 90s. <laughs> and, also, and, yeah. and that's what they're getting into right mm-hmm. um highlight though also it's like we found out poppy's real name Est- oh esteban. esteban what i was like <laughs> yeah poppy continues to just be the heartthrob that i just need in my life yes yes and you know uh, after this episode i'm just like he's very bobby it's, okay. It gives very Bobby mm, vibes. I can see it in the future for sure. For like sure. I was rooting for him when he was just like just calmly like you know getting them away from the drugs. And yeah. The next thing you know, it would just cut to like, well, bitch, what the fuck was that for you to change your mind? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she manipulated him. She what was like, happened? she was like, it's medicine. He was right. Like, oh, he wait no. He, he used to sell drugs. You know Seriously, that's not medicine. You you yeah, know about these. You don't Money. use your product of thing. <laughs> Um, and th- and so then we go to after that scene, a basically yeah. full on sex scene between uh, Poppy. The that category was, of that scene is cakes. That cakes. was bare ass. Yes, <laughs> that was I bare gagged. ass. I gagged. Oh my god, I gagged as well. I gagged. That like I'm I'm glad that they sort of like held off on really like you know leaning into like the uh, poppy sex appeal until now but yes. but they gave it to us now I, yeah. I love it like she said i loved you she said i love what what was the did he not have like a face of like hesitation or something in those moments before saying i, I love you i think he was like in a face of like shock like the girl right. of my dreams said i love you and i think she was doing it because she was just high as shit okay and so uh, then uh, we got to the scene with uh the motel scene where sort of they're moving. They, they have the motel set up outside of uh, upstate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and in this scene, we start. So it's Damon, Ricky, mm. and Praytel. Mm. Everybody. And uh, then Damon goes to get a cot because there are only two beds. 
Right. And he was like, I'm not sleeping with your, with your, with your what? Cheating self. Your cheating self. Your cheating self. <laughs> and let me just like, be honest. Wait. First of all, uh-huh. I knew from the first scene when that bitch Chris uh, yes. approached Damon about that. And mm-hmm. I was one of the few, very few people that was just like, this nigga cheated. Yeah. I know, but can I say that word? Yeah. yeah. Like, he cheated. And then it was just like, it's no, real. Ricky wouldn't do that. I'm just mm. like, bitch. He cheated. <laughs> and then, like, it was so crazy because it's like, okay, Damon goes to get the car. Yeah. Right. It's like, bitch, now you're, fr- like, I knew, I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, is he flirting with Pray Tell? Right. What's going on? Like, what's I, like, going, I don't, what the yeah. fuck is going on? I literally um had, I was like, what's going on? Uh, question mark, exclamation mark. Yeah. In my notes. I was, I did like, the, I did like the uncomfortable, like, like nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel but like Pray Tell caught on it and like, mm-hmm. um, very smart, like, diverted away from Right, that. very just like, this and is just, a child. And gave very much into, you know, us older gays are not a rare species make him realize like you know mm-hmm. click it back you know <laughs> you got this from me mm-hmm. um let's see and we t- wait um i'm sorry um we they get into how ricky told um chris called ricky oh right and told him that uh chris uh tested positive right um and, and then that sort of like brings to light and brings uh to everyone f- uh finally that you know Ricky did cheat. Ricky did cheat. Right. Um, but Ricky says that he, uh, Chris only performed fellatio on him. He's like that. He's a he's a dirty whore, bottom like craver. Right. right. He like I totally like, started bottom shaming. What the first fuck? of all? First <laughs> <And> of all. <laughs> it's like, and then Bray came to the defense of the bottoms. He's Bray. like, oh, ain't <laughs> Yeah. Bray's there's like, nothing. Well, what did he say? There's nothing wrong. I'm gonna put this on my grinder. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with receiving intimacy. Right. Right. For yeah. a man going out there getting what he. Wants. Once, receiving yes. that intimacy. <laughs> he was looking at, he was looking at him. He was also like eyeing him up and down. Like, yeah, Ricky, you too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that. Yeah, so you know, Damon comes like in hot and sweaty and bothered. Like me, every time I get off of work, <laughs> coming into the room, he's like, "Can y'all but just help me?" You know? Yeah. Okay, so I got the cot, y'all. Right. 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 Um, and so, and then we get to the uh, actual sort of putting of the condom all, uh, over the house or whatever. Did you know? Did you know that was a true thing? No. Yes. Wait, so what was the true thing? In um, 1991, there is this like activist named Jesse Helms. Okay. And he was like one of the main like architects of, of dismantling condom usage and like oh. sex young, and, and sexual education. And so like ACT UP actually put a condom over his house. To, okay. Like, yeah. Work ACT UP. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, because honestly, when I, when that sort of premise was presented earlier in the, in the episode, I was like, what is this? Yeah. Why are they like having them put... Okay, so it's a real-world story, again, um, that that they're sort of telling through the lens and through all the storylines. As it was said before, Pose is a show that is uh, using historical references mm-hmm. from LGBT and yeah. ballroom moments. It's beautiful. It's so sad that my first time hearing about ACT UP, though, is through Pose. Right. That's okay. That stings. It, it's, it, was my, it, was my, it was the time or... Because it's same, like, I didn't really know what ACT UP was, but I had heard murmurs of ACT UP throughout the years. Because honestly, you know, ACT UP, truth be told, was more of, like, a white gay thing. Because, mm. you know, there were so many, there were so many um, other struggles that, like, black gay and, like, trans people were going through that, like, and even now until today, it's, like, 
I can hide truthfully, like I can hide my gayness. I can sure. hide my blackness. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, so right. like, I have to work on that front first and like work on my secondary like orientation. My sure. gayness second, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's like a really big thing that um that a lot that's like that happens a lot. A lot of like black gay men don't know about don't like, really act hear up. about that's act okay. up. How to survive a plague. That's a documentary. That's where I found out. Okay, so that was the the Netflix one that you um, Yeah, it's okay. on YouTube for free, How to Survive a Plague. Okay, How to Survive a Plague. Okay. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, they the the news is there when they're blowing up the condom and all that stuff. Shit's lit. Uh, Electra staves off this like you know just nosy kind of like uppity. <laughs> she looks neighbor. gorgeous doing it. Right. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> Electra's yeah. always in a look, frankly. Um, but yeah, the new the news crews are there, and then they they blow up the condom. It looks um, amazing. Over and it looks amazing. Mm. Um, and then we go to the Avengers house. Avengers. <laughs> And uh, Damon comes in uh, when Poppy and Angel are sort of laid up doing coke. Tweaked out. Yo, <laughs> tweaking. Boots. Right. And, and this is where my love for Poppy like completely goes from like 10 to like yeah. a one. Oh, well, he was no. like all on Damon, right? Right. Yeah. When Miss Damon said, get your hands off of me. I'm like, <laughs> yes, sis. <Yeah. laughs> It was um, very David much like was brother. not having it. Right, it was very much like the, you're my brother. Back the fuck right. up, my dropkick your ass. Nigga, <laughs> what? But um, I think that was so funny. I think both of their hearts dropped when uh, Poppy and um, Angel's hearts dropped when Angel David. dropped the device out of the. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I thought they were gonna have an argument right I don't after get he more left. Shit. Like, what the fuck did you do? Better I smoke them. Um, and so that yeah, Damon is now uh, has to keep it and agrees to sort of keep the secret because of course Blanca is a big uh, uh, no or zero tolerance for for drugs or okay. whatever. I need that shit. Um, and then we go on to the celebratory dinner. Um, you know, we're we're cel- the evangel evangelistas plus pray tell. You know, sort of the typical set. And Lulu. And Lulu as well. Right. Um, she's giving like honorary evangelist and Electra. Electra. Right. So. Okay, Electra. so it's like it's a cross. <laughs> Y'all don't see seas. it for the ferocities and the wind tours. <laughs> it's fierce. <laughs> it's across the scene that no. they they've gathered and are right. having the celebratory dinner. The, the kids cooked dinner this time. That was cute. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, celebrating the 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 wonderful sort of press event they had, if you will, mm. at. Uh, Ms. Norman's house mm. um, and then um, we go to Vogue Nails, Vogue um, Nails. And, and Ms. Norman makes a surprise sort of uh, evil visit um, to, to, to Vogue Nails and to Blanca letting her know that okay you might have won in court but you know don't uh, sort of underestimate me or underestimate me at your peril is mm-hmm. what both of them sort both of said, said yeah. Yeah, to mm-hmm. each other um, um so when we, is Blanca going to get employees? Am I the only one <laughs> that, that she's like the <laughs> only one in there? Like, okay, like there's, there's so many stations. It's like, okay, we cut to Vogue Nails, either she's there by herself mm-hmm. cleaning something as if she just got done dealing with like twenty-five <laughs> people. Oh my or god. Or like, you know, she's just there with one person. So mm-hmm. it's like how is this girl actually making this store survive? Right. She could have taught Lulu. She could have taught yeah. Angel. But then I think you. that lady, she ended up mentioning like um, she was behind on rent or something like that. Did oh, did say she? That? I don't know. She, no, she, she might have. And, and I might have missed it. I don't know. We only watched it once today. So. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, and then we go to Lulu and Blanca having a conversation. Mm. And Lulu is just expressing her gratitude to Blanca for sort of pulling her up mm-hmm. by her bootstraps and by pulling her, her out of the dark. By her bra strap. By her bra strap. Um, by by her uh, g string. Okay. <laughs> by her lace front. Wait, 
pair lace front. Um, Lulu's in school now, so you know she's getting the ball rolling again. Right, that was cute. Right. Um, and you know, frankly, you know, we we go through ups and downs. Yeah, you know? we, we go through peaks and valleys. Um, we and, go through peaks. <laughs> and so you know that that just happens in life. Yeah, I felt it. Like, I, like I'm back in school now, so I was just like, oh yeah, yes. Like, Honestly, yeah. at so many times during this show, I'm just like. Why is this show my actual life right, right. Now? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why is this my life? So can you imagine, like, the older girls now, mm-hmm. like, watching this, and they're, like, for a lot of them, is some of them is, like, you know, traumatic. Right. it's like, oh, my God, I'm watching these things being you yeah. know, relived. You know, or even, you know, when you see this um, situation with, you know, these kids and how they end up getting into drugs and everything. Right. To talk about how, you know, those of us who are underprivileged go through these crazy lengths just to be, you know, to live on a common but barely minimal means. It's like, you know, these are the things that we deal with. But, you know, poses us, you know, always, you know, it's always targeting one of those things. You right, know, right. You can easily drift off in the episode while it's happening. You're just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. You know, um, and uh, and honestly, just sort of the you know one of the main themes of the show was kind of like that that dark side of uh, performance life or, or whatever you will, and that's like yeah. a very real thing. You know that so many people um, in the scene are going through. Like, mm. uh, of course, um, sort of uh, crystal meth in the scene is like mm. a big thing. Yeah, but let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, and you know there was so much stuff like during Pride Month and just so many like panels uh, talking about. Or I guess just sort of trying to bring to light the uh, the issues that Crystal Crystal Meth has had um, into our community. Yeah, into the community, not only in ballroom, but um, just uh, sort of QT Pac in general. QT Pac in general. Um, I think also like what was I gonna say? Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> like especially like also like you know like you said about the Crystal Meth, and also what you said about Pride. You know like mm. I even thought like this episode was very like well like scheduled because it's right after pride all these gigs and stuff are over mm-hmm. and everybody's just like here waiting to get paid right like what's going on right back to regular life now like everybody's past it similar yeah like, same um mm. and one thing that i've thought you know throughout you know this season is as much as this show is about historical ballroom it's also about what's happening right now like yeah yeah it's like you know sort of doing this dual thing okay um and and I was kind of thinking that I, I feel like I never actually really expressed it to anyone explicitly, but you know, everything was so big in Pride Month. Yes. But you know now, you know all all the corporations have sort of gone back to you know you know their typical thing, and I guess they're waiting on the next celebratory month or something like that. Yeah, I mean, let me be honest with you. I, I don't want to see gay shit all the damn time. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to hold you. Okay. You know, but That's real. again, I, a, a show like Pose is showing like how far we, far removed we were from the scope. Mm-hmm. So for us to even have a month is great. Sure. You know, uh, a month that has over 28 days. <laughs> right. great, you know but you know and then we get a parade and then we have everyone like actually invested in actually trying to you know promote us get the fuck over it this whole yeah. this whole mindset of like oh well you know these companies don't really support us okay vet that when you know it comes to them sponsoring you yeah but don't take away the fact that there's a month in which there's a little queen right. that doesn't know what chick-fil-a actually does mm-hmm. he was saying but probably loves chick-fil-a and seeing that chick-fil-a is celebrating that like 
let them see us. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever no. you have done to us during that year, those 365 days before it came to, you know, Pride Month. Yeah. We're going to address that. Yeah. But then when it's our month to address people who have okay. died mm-hmm. and everything. And fought. Yes, you need to have something rainbow. Right. Everyone does. Sure. And you need to be paying us to be as gay as we want on <laughs> your platform. Right. No shade. Because you don't do it for the rest of the day. So it's just like, yeah, of course we know that Nike, you know, is not all LGBT all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and they're very hyper masculine or whatever, or sure. Absolute Vodka is not a gay brand, or Barefoot right. Wines is not a gay brand or whatever. But the fact that they participate, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you know, makes their heterosexual um, people or cisgendered people uh-huh. who are not really affiliated with the LGBT community actually visibly see us in some type of way in which where it's not sexual or disease filled. Sure. They see us celebrating and dancing, sure. you know, and being happy with Coming ourselves. That's important. You know, it's really, really important. So, you know, you know, the girls will never be happy and people are <laughs> never really, really happy when sure. it comes to anything that we do. How when we had pose, people are still upset about, you know, or wayward when it comes to pose. But when it comes to these companies, girl, let them do the little rainbow shit for a time. For a little Let us collect our coins, whoever needs to collect them. And if they appropriate you borrow, you already know what we do. Mm-hmm. So, and right. ballroom is one of those scenes. And that's the thing. I feel like I, I don't really have a inside look at other kind of communities that mm. might be similar, but ballroom does not play. Honestly. Period. Oh, I love me some ballroom. <laughs> and to be the person which we, you know, I've I've asked celebrities or asked certain corporations, you know, to, you know, participate in certain things in our ballroom. Or people will ask me advice, you know, from companies or people that work on, you know, um, celebrity teams or whatever. And they all say the same thing. Like, well, I just don't know how the ballroom is going to react. Oh. To if we mm. do that. Are you sure? Or they'll do a really, really 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 stern process of vetting you out to see if you're actually a part of ballroom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't want the ballroom girls you know to speak you know that's a beautiful like we're in compared to back then we're in such a beautiful privileged area now mm-hmm. which where not only do we have a month right you were saying we have awareness mm-hmm. and then on top of that you respect our community yeah. and our opinion in which where we don't have to you know get a whole lot of poster boards like Blanca had to do for her you know storefront Thankfully, we sure. just need to type something send a letter mm-hmm. and then our girls who have the balls to do it you mm-hmm. know that have these platforms are actually speaking on it. it's like girl this is it's fab for us it is fab no shade our mouths are vicious and they defend us. Right. You know? Yeah. And they so know, and yeah. so people have learned to come correct, basically. Oh. Some of them are a little too scared. I'll, I'll give you that. Some, <laughs> yeah. some of them are a little bit way too scared to, you know, mm-hmm. being involved. But you know, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather you um be approach just be, you know, cautious versus right. just jumping into sure. it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And I and you know, the thing, the the underlying thing I feel like when it comes to dealing with, you know, sort of communities of color and all that stuff is about just respect and approaching sort of in a sensible manner. Like, you know, um, and I really feel like that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Junior LeBeige just said it best. Best to assume that you're stupid than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Oh, yes. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So, yeah, thank you, Junior. And so then uh, we go to back back to the the show. We go to Ricky and Praytel at the testing center. Darling, darling, uh, this was. <laughs> I just want to say 
I caught it Ugh. from day one. First of all, somebody posted early. Fuck you to whoever that person what? was. Somebody posted earlier today, and you girls that work on posts, stop spilling the beans, man. Are they spilling they the should beans? be getting yeah. fired. What's going somebody on? said that Wiki was going to end up be positive, and wow. I'm just like, and I wanted to, sh- I wanted them to be so wrong, but apparently, like they really, really knew. They what was were. Going we couldn't on. go to the hospital three times, you guys, and then be like negative. That doctor was fierce, though. She said, I "What did you it. expect?" And I <laughs> She was, was like, like, oh. she was like, Miss Thing, your questions. I like, know. we had sex with all these people and rarely use a condom. Like, come on. What do you expect? Yeah, Rage. literally, what do you expect? Um, and so, yeah, we, we find out that Ricky has tested positive. Um, God bless him. For, for yeah. HIV. Um, and then he goes out into the, the hallway um, to sort of, uh, you know, tell Pray Tell who, who had come with him. Um, and also, wait, uh, just, just one thing. Oh, yeah, please touch on because I, I want to touch on that part too. Well, no, I was gonna I was gonna go back a little bit because Ricky uh, Ricky's birthday is the same as mine, June twenty second. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Yeah. You thought he was. Can we touch on the part <laughs> oh, that yeah. Ricky was trying to really now flirt with Frey Town? Yeah, no, again, <laughs> call Ricky. him daddy, like Miss Thing, like even that, and then you walk into the room, and it's like, okay, come on, like, right. it's gonna give later. It's like what, what Frey Town. We're the same. Yeah, no, that's this what is it was. Why. <laughs> like we are. Gonna- I feel like that's the angle he's like coming at, perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. But Rick, like, geez, uh, Rick, he's so charismatic and so likable, but he's such a fuckboy, frankly. And it's like it, it's. I hate when the fuckboys look good. Right. Yes. Right. They all look good. <laughs> we all look good. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, also, like. It shows the, the the invincibility complex you have as a, as a, as a young adult. It's mm-hmm. like nothing's gonna happen to me. I'm pretty and young. Mm-hmm. I'm artistic, bitch. What? And mm-hmm. he came out like I'm gonna die. Yeah, um, and truly broke down. Honestly, I powerful. I felt like a, a very powerful and, and amazing performance just in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of sort of breaking down like that. Um, but yeah, no, the invincibility complex, and frankly, you see that with a lot of the girls today. Of like, course, you know, every I feel like everyone feels invincible with with prep and everything. Prep with meth, mm-hmm. girl, <laughs> cocaine, everything. It, it's um, it, it's quite unfortunate. It's not gonna be me. Then gag two years later. Did you just see that girl? I don't know. Wait, what? It, exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it's gonna give. That's what it's gonna give. Um, and so then I think finally uh, we go we get to the BB shoot. Um, yes. So, so um, Angel has booked this BB shoot. She's the BB girl with Ford. Um, Angel and Poppy show up. Angel's hungover. Bobby and Whitney. Right. Bobby and Whitney <laughs> show up. That's what it gave. Wow. Hungover. It really did. Um, <laughs> and and then Miss Ford sets her straight. Miss um, Ford, you know, sort of lets her, you know, be like, honey. Listen, listen here, hussy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her empathy, though. Like, you saw that she was, like, coming from a... A compassionate place. Damn it, girl. You did all this shit to get in my face. And now that I know you and I'm actually now excited for your come up, mm-hmm. you're going to do this to me now, bitch. Right. right. I love, I live for that little, you know, empathetic moment she had in saying what she needed to say to Angel. Definitely. It was like, it was, it was at that moment I was like, okay, Angel, you fucked up. You're going to get it together right now. And then, <laughs> and then that motherfucker walks into the fucking shot of the camera. Right. And that was like the last shot of the episode. Yo, fucked me up. She said, you don't know me. I wanted to jump through the screen and slap her like, bitch, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean you don't so, know me? So, yeah, yeah uh, the photographer from the private city, oh, you know. Came into the camera again. Came like, into the camera. 
and it was kind of like hello Clarice right. basically like so there's, a, there's another story about like a trans a trans um, supermodel who was found out in the 90s also mm. and I'm trying to figure out if this is a story Tracy Tracy Africa. Tracy Africa oh okay she, yeah she was found like she was getting dressed and somebody walked in on her oh, okay and, yeah and so all of like she had a dark and lovely campaign a hair dye campaign and also tons of other things too. was it Clairol it was Clairol's dark and lovely yeah. yeah thank you Lego and they dropped right I need footnotes girl <laughs> okay dropped her from it and then like 40 years later like two years ago like Clairol brought her back oh. and apologized and like she was the face of just the dark in time for pride month. just mm. let's figure out how we can revamp ourselves oh let's go find the trans person that <laughs> we yes. like let's look at that black trans person <laughs> that we like <laughs> that we like she was pretty apologize <laughs> give her some money so um, and and you know honestly that's that's the model that's the formula right? But yeah, and, I, and I'm afraid that's like that's going to be Angel's story, and mm. I don't want it to be Angel's story. No, it needs to fucking be. I hope, <laughs> I hope it is. Oh, you know why? I, because it needs to. Sh it needs to. You know, I love, what the thing I like about Pose is it's giving you the journey of the happily ever after and then mm -hmm. cutting you off on that's this really was. Right. No, now you gotta beat this other big boss <laughs> I, like, yeah. and that, I feel like that's that's the necessity you know like pose is very entertaining or whatever mm -hmm. but i think it's doing a really good job as you know making people once the show is over you start to realize like oh damn like we have a good right now you yeah know? Right. like even from the first season they're you know um there's small access to medicine and everything and uh, right. how people were like that the first season they were carrying with people those were dying, really dying scenes mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know so it's just like to now be like you know even while I'm watching the show I'm just like bitch you never heard of prep girl like what do you mean <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing on prep this thing <laughs> but then it's just like you know they don't have access to that so sure. I think it's it's really good that they're showing like no this was the real struggle yeah. for us mm -hmm. back then right I know? think like well, I keep saying I think Anyway, in the last episode that we did, Jabari read a post um, from a person that we both know about, like, and a part of the post that they said that they felt triggered about seeing um, Candy's, Candy's body on the yeah. floor. And I was like, no, like, we need to see that because that is real. Like, right. trans yes. women, black and brown trans women in general are being killed and left on concrete floors mm -hmm. yeah. pose is already not that good i would say with oh, sorry pose no no <laughs> i'm yeah. a ballroom commentator so let me just critique it yeah they're not that well with ending specific storylines uh, like a lot of the storylines from season one didn't really come over into season two they just Resolve. stopped well, yeah but you know i think they considering that candy angelica ross is already moving on to doing other projects or whatever yeah um, and how abruptly these things do happen, in which we're just like, you're not going to think that Candy is going to be, I won't say killed off mm -hmm. or whatever, but this is going to happen to her. It was probably some, like, yeah. you know, like an extra person For in sure. the scene, you know, but the fact that it happened to her and it was so freaking quick yeah, or whatever, very I was quick. just like, you know, that's the other thing that got it, like, and then that ending scene for her. Very like, similar to how, like, when people have passed away from HIV, like, mm -hmm. that's how quick it is for, like, trans people just to be up and murdered, left sure. like, next person. Yeah, and then you're gone. Right. And then you're gone. Mm -hmm. um, so oh. that that pretty much wraps up the episode. I think it's him. Frankly. Um, uh, yeah, we want to thank uh, Lego for Lego. coming out. Your boy, DJ thank you. <laughs> so how can people find you, Lego? What, what's, your, what's your Instagram? What it gave? Okay. You can find me at I-A-M-L-E-G-G-O-H 
on Instagram. That's I am Lego. Also at OTA.weekly on Instagram. Mm. And also House of Vogue Party on Instagram. Yes. And also Queen Beats on Instagram. Yes. Queen <laughs> with a W. And I thank you. Yes. And I thank you, yeah. sweetie. Sweet. Sweetie. <laughs> it's not a shablam. <laughs> it's a motherfucking I dip. need you to make a t-shirt. Like, please. Actually, I think Tens Magazines are um, doing those t-shirts. Oh, yes. Yeah, get they, they had like a big campaign. That's what I'm uh, talking sort of about. Like a, sort of speaking out against the, the death drop or whatever. That's amazing. Um, but anyway. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank, <laughs> thank you for, you for, for having, having me, you guys. It's been amazing. Shout out to Sweet Tea Studios again. Yeah, Jabari promised me an Uber, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jabari, order the Uber now. Okay. Lego, you said you're from you.